episode number 157, 2019 Camaro unveiled to dealers. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? Well, you know, it's only freezing down here. I actually yeah. saw some snow this morning. Yep, we had snow here this week. Um, we got about two inches of snow yesterday, and by 11 o'clock in the morning, it was all gone. Yay. Yeah, but it's still, it's 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 hanging on. Hanging on. But Ah, oh, the weather's messed up, man. The weather, the gas price, no. <laughs> 12 years ago. Weather, gas prices, <laughs> that was the start of the CamaroZ28.com podcast uh, <laughs> you betcha uh lots of lots of craziness going on this week dude lots of crazy so there was there's this like giant open secret that was going on this week and we're going to get to that because that's kind of like the title of our show and as at this point of recording nothing is still has dropped so we're going to um talk in terms of of i don't know like, like nothing's official official Okay. Right. But we're going to speak in terms of uh, hearsay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, you, you, well, I, you know, you, you just said it, it could drop any minute now. Like, any probably. Mi- any minute. It, while, while we're recording the show, it could drop. And, and then this could turn into one hell of a show. Not that it already oh, isn't. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right, right. But it, it, if it drops after we record this, which yeah. it probably will, you know that as soon as we're not going to wait till the next episode. Next week to report no. out, we're going to put it right on our Facebook page at yeah. uh, where? Uh, where's that, Chris? Facebook.com slash Camaro Talk Show. Yeah, where everybody should be so looking at that we, page. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's Chris. Here's what we think. Here's what is said is going to be dropping soon. Yeah. Um, dealer event out in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't fly dealers out there just to say, "Hey, uh, how sales doing?" You know. Yeah. So what's uh, what's been reported? So. What happens, I think, and I believe this happens every year, they, they bring out dealers to, to Las Vegas, or I don't know if it's always Las Vegas, and they kind of give them like a glimpse of, you know, the product that they're going to be shipping to them later this year. Um, uh, we had, I had gotten a heads up from a few different people that dealers were going out to Las Vegas to see some refreshed Chevrolet models, and that would be Cruise, Malibu, Spark, and Camaro. So I was like... Time. Hmm. Uh, I confirmed this with a few other of my people. Sure enough, um, uh, there was an event. There's a few events out in Las Vegas. Uh, this is now. This is just going by what we're hearing from different people who were actually in the area and at the event. One of those, uh, I'm going to source as Camaro or not Camaro Corvette Forum, mm-hmm. uh, in which the dealer actually had their um, comments removed uh, from the yeah. post. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. But our good friends over at Camaro News got those before they were removed. So I'm going to be sourcing Camaro News for grabbing it from uh, Corvette form. And uh, so there was a dealership there. Uh, they did a, they kind of like a dog and pony show at the Mandalay Bay Hotel in Las Vegas. And then they also brought people, the, the dealers out to um, 
Spring Mountain um, Motorsports, is that ranch? Motorsports Park? Something like park. that. Yeah. Um, like to that. drive some cars. And that I can confirm because, as we all know, we are good friends with Tom Henry. Tom Henry mm-hmm. was one of those. And he was posting his ride and drives on his Instagram page. So he was driving a Corvette, and then they were also driving, I believe, Silverado trucks out in the desert. And I think this is something normal that happens with dealerships, you know. But we have been talking for weeks, months, maybe even a year, about the mid-cycle refresh coming for Camaro. In fact, the title of our show last week was, When Are We Going to See the the Mid-Cycle Refresh? This is Too Funny. Um, and, and this week it was shown to dealers, uh, per, um, a dealer on Corvette forums. It's probably not a dealer anymore. Well, I don't know. We'll see. This is what they said. It says, seeing that Bowling Green Assembly Tours are shut down until June 2019, I think it's safe to say that the C8 is entering production at that time and the car will be revealed at the North American International Auto Show, Detroit. Hey, Nate. Any chance that a new Camaro was shown at the conference asking for a friend? And, and, and Nate responded, it was. It will be a 2019 model, very sharp looking car, not too far off from the current gen. They drove two of them on stage, an SS Coupe and a lower trimmed convertible, maybe an LT. I don't remember. Each trim model has a unique front fascia, LED running lights in the headlamps, LED auxiliary lights in the in the fascia, and the SS has heat extracting hood. And then they quoted, "If it looks anything like a Lotus, I will be pleased." The pictures Lotus. were a big tease. So they also showed they teased or they showed some kind of I don't know what, how how to call this, but maybe silhouette, silhouetted or a preview picture mm-hmm. of the new mid-engine Corvette, which they're calling the C8. Um, uh-huh. the pictures, the, I think this is what they're referring to. The pictures were a big tease. We only saw a portion of the front of the car and a very dark side profile picture. I don't believe the car as a whole looks like a Lotus. Um, but, and then Camaro news cut it off. They didn't post some more, but yeah, interesting, huh? So we, it very. was funny just last week. We're asking, you know, we came up with all these things that they can do a standalone. How are they going to unveil this? I just showed it to the dealers. And then uh, what's probably going to happen is we're going to see a press release probably very soon. I'm thinking Monday, if mm-hmm. not this weekend, if not tomorrow, right. the, the timing of this show. Uh, they've already done, they did Malibu, Cruise, and Spark, and the Silverado stuff that they did in Las Vegas. They released those all through the week uh, while they were in Las Vegas. And um, the only one they left off so far is Camaro. Hmm. Interesting. Well, a lot of people are waiting for the Camaro mid-cycle refresh, so to be continued. We're so close. <laughs> so there it is, breaking it down from the biggest open secret this week. Uh, I had a lot of people hitting me up. Do you know that there's dealerships in Las Vegas and they're seeing the new Camaro? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people. Um, and I, I saw our, our good buddy Matt over at uh, Lethal Camaro. He posted a couple videos about the same thing we're talking about right now. There's dealerships in Las Vegas, and they're they're seeing this. Um, this is this is great though. Uh, I, I like the hype. I like it. 
So yeah, but I'm you know it only it's only good for so long before you're like just 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 release just it. Just do it already. It. We know what's going on. Yeah, and um, there's several people out there saying why why the build up, why the secrecy. Well, I mean, just like oh. anything, you don't want to project what you're going to be doing to your competition until you actually have to, right? Right, and not to mention, you know, they want to um, um, craft the presentation in a way that they feel is most effective to, to their efforts. Right. They don't want to just say, "Ah, eh, here it is. They want to control. They, they want uh, the control of every aspect of how you see the car, you know? Put it this way. When you go to buy a car and, you know, they do the dealer prep, which I never let them do. Um, they do that for a reason because they want to present your new vehicle to you. They want to say they don't just go. All right, it's out there. Here's your keys. See yeah, you later. Here, Thanks here's for the deal. back lot. It probably needs to be washed. You need to pull yeah, all that go, crap off go. of it. It got delivered with. But th- there you go. They they hand you the keys and they 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 let them dangle. You know, like they they pinch them <laughs> to between the thumb and forefinger and they say, and here you go. Here's your keys to your new yeah. car. You yeah. know, it's it's all in. It's they. It needs to be memorable. Yeah. Really. Yep. And just say, here's some pictures, you know, enjoy it. it, it it's not going to be memorable. Everybody's going to bitch and go, you don't put any effort into it. Um, it's funny it really, because... It really, uh, really sound like that. Everybody picked up on that Corvette forum post, all the all the, the blogs, and mm-hmm. they're quoting them, and now it's funny that they, they took it down. So somebody smacked them. I'm, I'm guessing somebody smacked that dealer, and they took it down themselves because I, I don't believe Corvette forums would, would take it down. Um, so yeah, our, our friends over at GM Authority quoted it, Torque News quoted it, uh, I think, um, and, and yeah, we're, we're just waiting now. We're just waiting. Um, so, uh, they, they, they quoted Nathan Chandler of Van Bortel Chevrolet in New York. Gosh. Nathan, are you still an employee of Van Portel Chevrolet? <laughs> I hope so. Hopefully we're not... Don't uh, you think that dealers... Don't you think, like, they would have to sign, like, a non-disclosure agreement? You know, when you you go to these things? Oh, they do? Oh, yeah. You can't even take your camera in there. Right. So... So, you ought to know better. I mean, really. You Uh, really should. Yeah. Bad. Hmm. Bad Nate. Bad. Bad Nate. (laughs) Thank you, though. (laughs) (laughs) Poor love guy. It. Love it. Love it. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to some, um, well, some uh, some other news here. So here's, here's uh, this was all <laughs> over the news here on, uh, I think it was Tuesday of this week. Right. So all the morning shows here in Detroit, GM to begin reporting U.S. sales on a quarterly basis. And they released a press release saying that they're, they're going to be doing... Uh, these these you know how every month they do the sales figures and well, every month those. lately we've been <sighs> yeah yeah it's so the general motors announced they'll begin reporting its u.s sales on a quarterly basis effective immediately in 2018 second quarter sales were released on july 3rd third quarter sales july october 2nd fourth quarter july 3rd 30 days is not enough time to separate real sales trends from short-term fluctuations in a very dynamic Highly competitive, competitive markets at Kurt McNeil, U.S. Vice President of Sales Operations. Reporting sales quarterly better aligns with our business, and the quality of information will make it easier to see how the business is performing. Okay? Makes sense. Makes sense. Then they released March sales right after that. <laughs> 
Maybe it's, so like, it's like okay. So it's like starting starting after start we do this next quarter. Yeah, yeah. starting. Yeah. yeah. So let's take a look here at how Camaro did for the month of March. Oh yeah, all right. Not good. Oh. <laughs> well, compared to what it's been the last couple months, they have improved. Um, uh, Mustang. Mustang sold 8,632 Mustangs, wow. uh, which which led the segment, but it was its worst March since 2013. Oh, my gosh. The Dodge Challenger had its best sales month since the car returned in 2008. This 10-year-old car per, um, moved 8,150 units. Let me repeat that. A 10-year-old Dodge Challenger platform moved 8,150 units. Um, our friends over at Torque News said this is undoubtedly helped by the flow of Demon's wide-body Hellcats to new owners, coupled with sales driven by the popularity of those supercharged models. With plenty more orders to fill, Dodge is likely to see more strong Challenger sales numbers as the year goes on. Um, in in Mar uh, Chevy Camaro moved five thousand two hundred forty five. Um, this comes mm. after the worst January and worst February in modern era, so the Camaro is on an unfortunate trend of record lows. Um, as you might expect, posting the worst January, February, and now March sales numbers of the modern era has led to the worst first quarter start for Camaro since it returned in twenty ten. After leading the annual segment sales for five years straight with the fifth gen, Camaro the Mustang has topped the segment for the last three years, but Chevy finished second. The Dodge Challenger has finished third every single year. But at this rate, that's bound to change. Challenger yeah. may jump ahead of Camaro. <sighs> I, I can't. How, how many Challengers did they sell? Let me, let me repeat that. 8,150 okay. Challengers. The best sales month since the car came back or came out in in 2008. There's something not right about that. <laughs> I, I don't think it's because expensive supercharged cars, including the demon, the demon they couldn't have sold that many. I think made. it's probably because of what Ford was doing a while back with the rental car thing or the they're, they're throwing huge incentives on the hood. I mean, it, the car hasn't changed in 10 years hardly. The, not that it's a bad car or anything. It's just... I can't think that suddenly everybody wants one. It, I can only speculate. I don't have the hard facts in front of me. But if I was to speculate, I would say Ford and Challenger. And I can see, if you just go go to Hertz, go any of this, you can get a Mustang or a Challenger pretty cheap to rent. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, and I'm going to just, I'm going to speculate here. I don't have the facts. That uh, Ford and and Dodge are flooding the market for rental cars. They're dumping these. They're, they've got. They must have some massive fleet seals, sales. I, I would love to see. I would love to see manufacturers report on fleet sales. That's what I'd like to say. It's like, hey, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here, Hertz. Here's here's a thousand cars this month. Enterprise, you get five hundred. Mm -hmm. um, you uh, Avis, you're gonna get a thousand. This month, and then we're gonna we're gonna oh yeah we're gonna jack these up. So, mm. but oh wait 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 just in, GM is still making money on these cars. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care about how many they sell. They care about how much money they make. <laughs> I know some people don't understand, don't understand that it's not one car, 
that makes the whole the whole world spin. Like if you look at GM as a whole, do you really think selling 5300 Camaros in March affects the company in a whole? I don't think so. Not at all. Not at all. Look how many cruises they sell. Look how many freaking Malibus they sell. That's right. Look how many trucks and SUVs they're selling. And I could tell you right now that if they didn't make money off the Camaro, they wouldn't be making the Camaro. Hence the reason why it disappeared for seven years or so. In fact, <laughs> we're going to be talking about that a little later on in this episode. And I don't know if it's going to be pretty this time because I think we've kind of had it with seeing a certain thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned, guys, because there's more on the way. There is more. This we, You know, we're going to be talking about this every month. Until we're blue in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, yeah, in fact, we might as well just get into that right now. Do it. Let's just let's Do it. jump into it. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna give this to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the ball in the air. Just take a wallop at it. Just just wallop swing, at it. swing for the fences. Well, I'm gonna knock it out of the park, <laughs> and, but it depends on what, what team you're on. You're gonna either gonna love me or hate me for this. I'm gonna say it. Come right out and say it. I've been hinting at it for too long. Stop making Trans Am clones based on Camaros. Thank you. <laughs> Done. Done. Why do they do this? I mean, obviously they're making money. According to our friends at GM Authority, Trans Am Worldwide is now building 1,100 horsepower Firebird drag racers. It's it's neat to see as a one-off, but if they were selling them for thirty or forty, if they were selling them for the same amount plus maybe ten thousand dollars for the conversion package as Camaros, then I think there's a market for this. But the fact that these things start at one hundred and seven thousand and go up to one hundred ninety thousand dollars means that only the wealthy can afford them. So what really chaps my ass is is the comments in to this article. <laughs> First comment, can we please just put the Pontiac idea away for good? I agree. The car is gone. The brand is gone. Enjoy what you have, but stop trying to make something else. You don't take a cheeseburger and slap pepperoni on it and say it's pizza. Nope, you don't. Nope. And then, uh, but then here, the GM needs to bring back Pontiac. Well, they didn't make any money. They didn't ax it because they just said, hmm, don't like Pontiac anymore. Don't care about how much money we make off it. No, nobody bought the cars anymore. That's why. Yep. It had absolutely nothing to do with brand loyalty. had nothing to do with how much they do or don't like the brand. It didn't make money. It was costing them money. <laughs> GM was stupid to let Pontiac go. Oldsmobile, too. Corporate jackasses. Again, if they'd made money, Oldsmobile would still be here. Pontiac would still be here. Hell, um, Plymouth would still be here. <laughs> Saturn would still be here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we live in a different. Sob. We live Hummer. in a different world. We live in a different world nowadays. And then this comment. Oh, oh, here we go. You ready, everybody? Uh, here we go. Uh, here we go. I have a 1988 Pontiac Trans Am. I'm having itty rebuilt. Must have been on a cell phone. If there would have been a 1998 or 2008 or even 2018, I would purchase it. Loved those cars. Capital letters. Bring them back so regular consumer can't afford them. No punctuation. Well, you never shut up. <laughs> okay. So, 
yeah, you have a 1988 Pontiac Trans Am that General Motors made money off in 1988. In other words, you didn't, they didn't make any more money off you after 1988. And then if there would have been a 1998, there was. In fact, 1998 was the first year of the WS6, arguably one of the most powerful in performance. Uh, it had a high level of performance with that kick-ass double-decker Ram Air hood. That WS6 was just an awesome car and an awesome performer. You could have got one then. Bring them back so a regular consumer can afford them. Well, those bring the, bringing them back and making the consumer able to afford them, those two things are mutually exclusive. Hence the $107,000 starting price for this Trans Am. Why don't you buy that? Oh. And it, it, it goes on, it goes on, it goes on in comments. So, I mean, I don't want to offend anybody. I, I'm, I think Pontiac was great. I like seeing a good Pontiac, but I don't. God, I don't. I don't go. You know, I wish that that Norman Greenbaum guy would make another Spirit in the Sky song. Yeah. Bring back Norman Greenbaum or whatever his name is. Bring him back. Let it. Let it go. It, it's back. gone for a reason. It's because nobody bought him, and most people didn't buy him. They're griping about it now. Yep. That's that's my two bits. That's what I think. Well, thank you, thank you. I yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. But you, know, but you know, I, I could stay up for another hour. We're probably going to see SEMA at, at SEMA this year. We're probably going to see another one. <laughs> And I like looking at them as a conceptual piece of art, but not to say right exactly bringing Pontiac back. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Let's talk about something a little bit more exciting. They uh, they this week they unveiled the um, the newest Indy 500 festival cars over at Indianapolis. It looked like in the rain. Uh, mm-hmm. And and what do you think of these? They're all they're all Hot Wheels cars this year. I think it's kind of cool. That was not, pretty badass, dude. But I'm not the biggest. Fa- I, I agree, but I'm not the biggest fan of the 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 logo design. Oh, hmm. Not me. Not you. Not me. Uh, I don't know. Let me check it out. Let me take another look yeah. at it here. Where is it? Camaro News, right? Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? We posted this on our Facebook page too. But yeah, Camaro News has them all too. Where? I'm not seeing it. God, there's so much news. It's great. Yeah. So much news. Spire flow tie. I can't. I can't. Oh, there we go. Next. Okay, here we go. Where is it? I'm not, I'm not seeing it. What's What's the deal here? I must be blind. Saturday, you know. <laughs> well, anyway, Chris, you, you just describe it. So they're, you know, they're Hot Wheels. They're, they're the Hot Wheels cars. Um, convertibles. Uh, do they got coupes too? Because all the pictures I'm seeing, they all got the the tops down. Are they are they all convertibles? Are Indy 500 festival cars all convertibles? I guess I never really paid attention. I didn't. Uh, they're, they're, I think I think there's X amount of convertibles and X amount of coupes. Non-convert coupe, yeah, yeah, coupes that that didn't even like weren't even driven in it. They're just kind of like a like a rare one-off type thing. Well, they're the indie, you know, they're the 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 orange Hot Wheels cars is exactly what they are, and they got the Indy 500 logo on the side of them. You didn't care for the Indy 500 logo, though. You know, the weird part is, is that I must be living in the twilight zone here, because oh, maybe this is it, maybe this is it, because I can't find a picture of it again, real, really easily. Huh. Here we go. Yeah, um, I, I I I just think they're too bland. It's just black. Just black. You know, and, and, and the one in the... F- well, no, I guess they're not. It, maybe it was just a bad picture. 
I thought for sure I saw another one that had a different logo, and it was really goofy looking. Mm, maybe I dreamed it. I take it back. I like it. Okay. I'm not fickle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think they're better than last year's. That's that's for sure. That one looked goofy. Um, it, it is neat to see them all in those three rows going all the way back down the track in between the, the grandstands. I'm trying to find here. There was a video of them, too. I posted that right here. All pulling off of a... It it was a rainy event there, dude. They're all convertibles. As far as I can see, they are all convertibles, and they all have their tops up in the rain. So that's cool. Well, thankfully... They, they look good with the top up, too. Yes, they do. Very good. Very good. <sighs> I just Man. find it weird that I can't find pictures of it. Are you on no? our Facebook page? No, I haven't gone there yet. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, check it out. Chris, you'll link it up in the show notes, as always. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, let's get on to some voicemails, because we got a couple of voicemails this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jason. This is Sean in Oceanside. Just wanted to comment on that umbrella. That you guys have talked about. I, for one good way, reason I could think why you would need that is, is, is an experience I had out in Palm Springs about 10 years ago. I was doing some contract work out there and it was about 115 degrees out, 120 at some times. And I couldn't park in, uh, I couldn't park in a covered area. So what happened after about a week, no, two weeks, the, uh, the, um, headliner in my car delaminated from the roof. So, uh, Definitely, I can see that as a uh, as a um, uh, as a help uh, from from preventing the sun beating down. Oh, and one more thing, uh, I just bought an SS uh, a 2018 SS1 LE with PDR. Ha! Pick it up at the end of the month because I'm buying it out of state. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> oh, you know what? Where's the, we need like a sound effect of a mic being dropped right there. Hold on, let's see if you can do it here. Hold on. Um, hold on. Here, let me see. Uh, find something to hit my... There. <laughs> nice. Oh, my gosh. Wonderful. Excellent. Congratulations. Congrats, Sean. Man, yeah, he, he was hit me up on Facebook earlier this week. He bought a 2018 uh, Camaro SS um, a 1LE with PDR. I think he said he's buying it out in Phoenix. So um, he's, he's heading out there at the end of the month and, and picking that bad boy up. So congrats to you, Sean. And he, he makes a good point about the umbrella. Mm-hmm. It, it, I guess if you're parking your car out in 118, 110-degree heat, wow. Yeah. I guess you would need some coverage. Yeah. Would, I, I, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in touch with that company and see if, I don't know. But thank, nah. you, thank you, Sean. Yeah, thanks, I, Sean. Thank you. And uh, if you guys have a question or if you just bought up, new Camaro and want to tell us about it? Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, guys, we got one more voicemail to get through here. Looks like a short one, so let's go. Hey, Chris and Jason, we're in buyers again, postal day, and, uh, Karen is picking out a French braider and hair <laughs> against 
And I'm getting sponges to wash the cars. So that's mm. about 50 degrees nice and sunny here in uh, Loveland or Milford, Ohio. So somebody got a new car that they called into your show named Sean. So I'll be listening for that. Postal Day signing off. So, 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 PD's getting the exclusives now from 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 Sean and Oceanside on this card. What? 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 Well, he just called to let us know he's French braiding somebody's hair and uh, buying sponges. His armpit hair. (laughs) (laughs) And buying sponges. Yeah. And uh, and Sean, hey. Just ding 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 ding. The news just in. Sean from Oceanside bought a new Camaro. Sorry, old news. Things are calling in PD. I know he's laughing right now. As per usual. Yeah, always a good time. Always a good time. I can't wait for him to call and say, "Yeah, I'm." Think about eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. Just don't call in when you're on the pot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hear the fan running in the background. Uh, thanks for the voicemails, everybody. Get 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 more in. Almost out of time. Got a couple of videos that we're going to talk about briefly. Um, Chris, you're going to link them up in the show notes. Oh, yes, I am. Oh, yes, I am. First of all, uh, oh, according yeah. to Car Scoops, Camaro thinks it's a Mustang and crashes leaving a car meet. <laughs> First of all, they're driving on the wrong side of the road. <sighs> Second, there you go. <laughs> Second of all, it looks like you know this is over over in Europe somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it looks like somebody pulled out in front of him and he just careened Bang. into somebody else. Uh, you know, I found this YouTube. Uh, or, I'm sorry, this uh, Facebook. Uh, damn, boy, I'm not getting my stuff correct. This Chrome extension called I think it's called Control YouTube Speed, and you could speed up YouTube videos or slow them down. Oh, okay. Things like this, it's really really handy. Um, because you can kind of get more detail of it. Check this out. And then one that I just found when we were doing this episode, uh, the title is a touch misleading. It's from Cars 18, News 18. I don't know. It looks like it's also an overseas website. But watch a motorcyclist survive a fatal crash between Chevrolet Camaro and Toyota RAV4 video. This, it's that, not fatal. Dude, that, that video it, went viral this week. Dude, that was oh, all over the place. Yes. This that was the first on, time I saw it. <clears throat> that was on TV everywhere, dude. Uh, what ha- did, did that Camaro run a red light? Is that what had happened? Because Yeah, it looks like it just, just T-boned that RAV4. And then this guy pretty much had to... Like got bucked off the bike and onto the underside of the Rav Four that the Camaro T-boned, and uh, it looks like he just kind of ran off and just sat down on the grass somewhere and was just kind of like, "This is like kind of like chilling out, going, did this just happen to me?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, video speed controller is the Chrome extension that I use for this. If you slow this down to the slowest speed of twenty-five percent, um, it's really neat because you kind of see him. It looks like he's riding the bottom of the rav as the crash is continuing. Oh. Like he's the rav goes upside down, he's thrown onto it. And you can see one hand actually kind of grab onto it like I left one ride and I'm on another. And then he got up on his feet and kind of jogged away and and you can also see more footage of the unfortunate Camaro that's probably quite totaled. Yeah. Wow. That was a it was um very Horrific type of crash. 
Wow. Yeah. Video yeah. speed control. It's neat to watch in slow motion these things. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually hanging on to it while the rab is sliding <laughs> away. Wow. Wow. Nuts. Uh, and, the, and the Camaro was still in motion as he's getting up. It's It was still kind of creeping towards him. Well, we, we we hope everybody involved uh, in the accident is fine. Um, I, I think I think the motorcyclist guy was okay. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm sure the the people in the other vehicles were were okay. Uh, these cars are properly, you know, safe as Camaros made yeah, so far. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You Scary. Gotta, Be careful out there. Yeah, Don't run red yeah. lights. It's bad. It's bad. So anything else? Let me let me let me check here real quick and make sure nothing else dropped here while we were talking. Nothing that I see. Yeah, nope. So I think I think that's going to be the show, though. I I think next week's show should be very mm. interesting. I think yep. it should be very interesting. I'm willing to bet that we are going to be talking a lot about the the new refresh, and we're going to be critiquing it. Yes. And between now and then, pay attention to our Facebook page. Yeah. And as soon as you see it, call in and tell us what you think, so we can talk about it. We'll talk about it together, yeah. and we'll we'll put it up on the show here, and we'll we'll talk along with you. So until next week. We'll see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.